I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 16. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we discuss the monsters, basically everything involving the monsters. To this, how are you doing today, man? Oh, perfectly better. <laughs> Not perfectly better. A lot better. A lot better. Awesome. Um, before we get started, everybody, please let us know uh, what you think of the show by leaving us some comments or likes or reviews, whatever it is on whatever service you're listening and or watching us on. Um, and also, you can uh, hit us up on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter um, through the Monstercast or via the Monstercast. Sorry, um, we're all on there. Uh, you can find us on all of it. We're starting to do a little bit more um posts and here and there so hopefully we'll, we'll you mean get you're more. starting to do a little more posts i'm trying to I'm, I'm also getting more busy again so we'll see how it goes more um, busy more busy more busyish more busier uh so yeah um you can hit us up on all those things or if you guys just want to reach out to us via uh email you can do that at the monstercast at outlook.com and um what can they do Send us there, Tivis. Do you know? Thoughts, comments, uh, ways we could improve the show. Okay. If really, anything at all. You just want a, someone to talk to. <laughs> we're not saying we're not your therapist, though. So <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just uh, hit us up on there. Let us know anything that you uh, want, monsters wise, and about our show. And or if you want to try and come on the show and discuss uh, your love for the monsters or something, maybe we can do special episodes here and there with uh, specific guests and fans. So, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, do you got anything before we dive on into this, Divis? I think I might have cursed us our last episode. Uh oh. You know, I said, you know, knock on wood, we should be finishing at a certain time unless something comes up. Yep. And then the week later, something comes up. Yeah. So uh, we're a week out from you guys uh, listening. So we apologize for that. But thank you for continuing on listening still. So really, really cool. Um, life happens. I'm sure people understand that. This is why we try and get the catalog built up of episodes, but uh, life has been happening a lot lately, so we haven't really had a chance to do so. We'll get some more down the pipe. Yeah. But season one's coming to an end for us soon, so we only have a few more episodes left of the show, of the podcast anyways, for season one um, of uh, The Monsters, so... We'll uh we'll definitely try and get things uh, more smoothed out by season two for you guys. All right. My dog All is right. snoring very so we, loudly. I don't know if it can come through on the mic or not. <laughs> I can't hear it. So. Awesome. <laughs> Email us if you can hear it. 
All right. So you jump into this? Yeah, let's go on to it, man. All right. Season one, episode 30, Country Club Monsters, aired April 15th, 1965, written by Douglas Tibbles, who we last saw with Don't Bank On It, Herman. Or Don't Bank On Herman. Sorry. I screwed it up again. <laughs> uh, Norm Liebman and Ed Haas, uh, directed by Joseph Pevney again. Mm. Uh, the guests this week, this episode <laughs> are Woodrow Parfrey. I think I'm saying that right. As Mr. Petrie, uh, J. Edward McKinley as Mr. Murdoch, who will come back in the future. Al Checo as Duke Feinberg. I spelled it wrong here and it threw me off the bartender <laughs> who played a character called Dove on Batman. And since I'm a huge lover of Scrubs, he was man number two in season four, episode eight, My Last Chance. What, what uh, Batman did he play Dove on? 1966. I didn't know they had Dove in that, like the live action? I think it's just someone named Dove. Oh, okay. It wasn't like Hawk I don't and think Dove. it's the actual character. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, I didn't think they did like Hawk and Dove back in the day like that. No, no. That's some deep cuts if they did. <laughs> Actually, I don't yeah, even know uh, if those characters were created by the 60s yet. I don't recall. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we got uh, Johnny Jacobs as the TV announcer who was also a newscaster on My Favorite Martian mm -hmm. and an assistant shop owner on Batman again. So we got a couple Batman, uh, well, people who go on to Batman, right. obviously. Uh, Janet Day, D-E-Y, I think that's right. D As uh, the first model who played three different characters on Star Trek Voyager and a human spectator in Enterprise. So... Hmm. Some Star Trek uh, stuff for you. Okay. Uh, Sally Ross as the second model. Who's uh, this is her second role, first credited and last acting role in her listed career. <laughs> and uh, finally, we got Dan Tobin as Reginald Stubbs. Okay. That, that name got me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's close. Whoever came up with that, that's clever. <laughs> oh, boy. Alrighty. So, uh, is that all you got for that? Yep. Uh, that's the guest list. All right. So, uh, season one, episode 30, Country Club Monsters, as uh, Tivis had said. The Monsters win a membership to the highly exclusive Mockingbird Heights Club Country. Wait, let me redo that because I was reading words in, in not in order. <laughs> the Monsters win a membership to the highly exclusive Mockingbird Heights Country Club. But the membership board wants to get a close look at the family to see if they meet the club's standards. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So we open with Herman watching TV and getting upset that he isn't winning whatever yeah. contest is going on right now. Well, the he contest was for various things. Very, okay. So it was for, yeah, because they were given like different one yeah. out for first second or third or whatever and uh um, 
Go on. Yeah, so he he breaks the couch. <laughs> the whole arm off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And exclaims how everyone is cheating. Like all these every name that's read off, he's like, ah. Yeah. They're related to him. Ah, you know. <laughs> they paid him off. Basically the same stuff we hear nowadays still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh and then uh he even complains about the first prize winner until he realizes that's him. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even up to that. Like, what, as, as he was getting, he gets really angry. But, like, yeah, he does. they start saying Herman, and he's like, oh, Herman, blah, 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 and Herman, blah, blah. Like, all the different Hermans, like, he knows that live in the neighborhood area or whatever the, the Heights area is is supposed to be. So he starts naming them, and then he hears monster, and that's yeah. And then he gets pissed off even more when he hears his his actual name at first, and then he goes all uh, ecstatic once he realizes it. But then he does this thing where he uh, he jumps up and down in the living room <laughs> and just starts going down into the floor, <laughs> and that's when Grandpa's like. I'm gonna go down to the dungeon. Yeah. At this point, the family all comes down to see what he's yelling about. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah Grandpa's like, he goes, he goes away. And Lily's like, where are you going? I'm gonna go wait for. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I go know, finish so this excited. conversation downstairs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're back in the living room, which is weird because you think they would have just get, had the scene in the dungeon, but maybe they couldn't fit everyone down there. Uh. I got a sneeze coming on. Uh, they want a membership to Mockingbird Heights Country Club. Mm-hmm. And it's a lifetime membership, so they won't ever get kicked out. Yeah. Because they can't uh, die. So, haha, Funny. I also have a note here that he all won. Did he win like 5,000 or was that a different winner? I think that was a different winner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, when we're in the the living room, that's another scene where Eddie. For some reason, they keep putting Eddie on the fireplace mantle. Yeah, he's always sitting on stuff. He's always sitting up. Uh, maybe it's because they he's like Butch was so short at the time. They wanted him up level with the other characters, possibly. Maybe I think is it the next episode we're gonna talk about where he's sitting on the cabinets? I don't recall. I know there's an episode we saw where they're in the kitchen and he's just on top of the cabinets that he usually crawls out of. Oh, yeah. But yeah, in this one, like they have him back up on the mantle and and I feel it's because of the way they shot it. They wanted to have him in frame with all the other actors. Otherwise, he's like down, you know, especially with how tall they put Herman. Yeah. And everything. So, yeah, I, I, I guess that's the that would be my reasoning as to why they do that. But yeah, well, that's you know the family's all excited about him winning, and uh, yeah. Lily has to warn Grandpa not to bite anyone <laughs> immediately at least. Uh, <laughs> she said, "Don't bite, <laughs> don't bite right off the bat." <laughs> yeah, I wrote that one down. I was like, "Oh, they're being punny about it." <laughs> but it still remains. She said he didn't. He could didn't have to forever. Just for now, right. Just not right away. Uh, and then um, uh, we leave there and we go to, I, the, I guess, the country club manager's office. I'm not. Yeah, the I wasn't three guys sure. in charge. Yeah. It, well, it's like a whole boardroom of them. And they're going over like 
how the, these people won the membership and we got to keep close in the eye on them and make sure, you know, they're good and stuff like that. Uh, two of them are OK with it. One guy is pissed that they gave away a uh, membership through a contest because it lowers their status. And the other two's argument is that it makes them more appealing to the community <laughs> instead of just stuck up snobs. I can see both ways. Yeah, I can see both because, you know, once you're giving stuff away for free, then it's like, oh, it's not that big of a an elite membership to be here. So then why would, you know, there yeah. there are a lot of elite people out there. They're like, I don't I'm only going to do this because it's something that you have to pay lots of money to do <laughs> and you're not getting like these freebies and shit like that. Yeah. And he. The one guy who's against it, kind of, he's like, "All right, I concede for now, but I'm still gonna bitch." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so after that, we end up going back to the house where Herman's practicing his golf swing with an umbrella, <laughs> breaking everything in the process. Yeah. Um. So as soon as I saw him doing the golf thing and then I put two and two together with like golfing and then country club, I was like, Oh, so it's another sports episode. This mm-hmm. time it's golf. <laughs> I'm telling you, we must have a hockey one coming up. Right. They're going through all, <laughs> is there going to be one where he's in NASCAR next? They do dragster, the dragster. Dragula. Yeah. Dragula is the whole, the whole thing. That's, that's their racing one. I just totally missed my mouth with my water bottle. Uh, <laughs> but Dragula, I don't think Dragula comes up till season two. I don't recall. I'm not sure. I just remember the, the car. <laughs> I know I've I seen that episode. Song. Yeah, the Rob Zombie song. Which yep. doesn't actually have the car in it. Nope, it has the uh, Munster, uh, Munster coach. coach in it. <laughs> so... Uh, Lily comes in with the mail. It turns out the mailman is still running from them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it seems like Herman doesn't mean to be breaking things for once. Like, whenever it shatters something, it, he's like, ooh, oops. Mm. Uh, but Herman hits another ball that z- zips all around the house off the walls, and then they lose it. And Grandpa just turns to reveal that it's lodged in his ear. <laughs> so after that we get like what this like scene where lily is talking to herman about something I, I forget what it was uh no we cut to the three country guys with the one guy still complaining oh and grandpa, grandpa walks bus, in. yeah yeah grandpa comes into the room and they're like why is he in costume yeah and this is where grandpa's just trying to like get in good with them and, and figure out what's I, going on. I don't on. even, he walked in on accident. He was asking directions for like the front desk or something. Grandpa doesn't do anything on accident. Let's, let's just, you know, serial killers have a motive for everything that they do. He doesn't do anything on accident. <laughs> let's look at how his potions have accidentally gone wrong in the past. Were they accidental or was it him experimenting? And just playing it off as an accident. All right, that's a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> I have nothing for that. <laughs> so, as uh, Grandpa and Lily are walking around to the bar, uh, some women come out flaunting a dress and telling them 
where they got it and how yeah. much it was. And I'm like, was that an advertisement? Well, no, they they said that the the guys around the table before Grandpa barged in, or maybe it was right after, they stated, you know, oh, we have the swimsuit mo- or the the models around today, so we can utilize that to figure out some oh. stuff. So so those were actually models that were they're walking around with the stuff, just showing I, it off. I'm, I miss that because the second one comes up to him at the bar and does yeah. it. And I, I, I was extremely confused at this point. I'm, yeah. What? But they, 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 they did reference something about models being there. So I was like, okay, those are just walking models. It's not like a runway model thing where they just walking through the party, showing off what they have to the okay. ladies and gentlemen uh, and stuff like that. I'm like country clubs don't actually have people walking around telling me how much their clothes wear, do they? Cause that would get annoying real fast. I mean, it's in the price of those clothes for back in the sixties. I'm like, I, which no, I wouldn't even pay a hundred <laughs> and something for that now. Like, <laughs> well, and then Lily sees them doing it and decides that she's going to do it for fun. I, she just completely trolled the fuck out of them. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, and meanwhile, Grandpa is uh, swindling the bartender with uh, the classic, you know, which hat is it under? Yeah. Or not hat, but cup or whatever the hell he was using. It's been a couple weeks since I watched this, people. <laughs> I've been sitting on this one for so long and I'm super excited to get to the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. So I wrote down the a hole owner <laughs> thinks Lily is stoned and convinces the others that they don't want that kind, their kind there. Right. Yeah, it's all the whole episodes of one of those other episodes where it's just about like, oh, they look different. They're they're act different, you know. Yeah. They're because they're you know just different. Yeah. Which, I mean, we still have movies that play out just like this with, like, the the mm-hmm. uh, not-so-wealthy people end up going into, like, the wealthy area and shit. I mean, look at fucking, what was it? Uh, Fresh Prince Caddyshack? of Bel-Air back in the day. Oh. You know, you had Will. Granted, Uncle Phil was rich, but Will wasn't rich. And they Will have always you- got treated differently. I'm sure in the new iteration, he's going to be treated even worse, but... Have you seen the new one? No. Dude, Uncle Phil is scary. Yeah. Oh. He looks he, like it's... he looks like a gangster. Like like uh, a mafia no, his guy. His character is scary. There's some there's mm. <laughs> okay. like he looks like he's part of the mafia like the... Yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah. Uh Yeah, for anyone who is listening to this into the future, the new uh uh dramatized version of fresh prince is uh just coming out it's called <laughs> bel-air yeah yep so uh nelly and grandpa are telling marilyn about how they are wanted at the club and are worried about how to tell herman yeah while herman ends up coming back out in his golf attire and not yes, only he does, does he come out in his golf attire freaking eddie comes out eddie and they're so adorable together dude i was just like oh that's so awesome so good on you butch 
That was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that scene with, with them. Uh, one, when they come out into the house and they do it, of mm-hmm. course, Herman ends up screwing stuff up, breaking something with the golf club. Uh, but then when they actually get out onto the golf course, this is where we have kind of like somewhat of a montage well, almost. He he doesn't start a fire when he breaks the lamp this time. Yeah, let's <laughs> make the last time he did this exact motion it the set caught fire. Yeah. And I still don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> Who knows <anymore> with that? <laughs> we will never know. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Butch on. <laughs> what? We need to get Butch on here. dude. <laughs> oh, uh, but before they do actually go to the golf course, there's another scene where, you know, they're discussing everything. And then that's when Herman gets upset and starts jumping up and down again. And then that's when grandpa is like, I'm going to the dungeon to freaking continue this conversation with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it was the same spot too. So clearly they fixed their floors really fast or maybe the house is like, you know, alive. Uh, he also, it's the house. From Encanto. How- that's what it is. <laughs> he, he also talks about how this is going to crush his spirit if he can't go there. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we, for some reason, they don't even continue the scene. They're here. They just jump to um, Marilyn, uh, Lily and grandpa reading a note that Herman left saying, yeah, we, we went to go play golf. Screw you, basically. <laughs> and they are so worried about all the rude people staring at him. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, uh, and then this is where we get our our Eddie and uh, Herman golf on the uh, golf course. Stuff. Which did I? Th- I f- this year, this lighting and what he's wearing and stuff. It looked his platforms are pretty obvious in the scene. I felt like well, like, yeah, I noticed especially them. because they they do uh, foot shots in it a lot in mm, this part. Yeah, so y- yeah. you can tell. A lot more. Um, usually he has pants on that hide the majority of the boot. So you can't see where his actual foot is stopping and the the heel the, or the height is uh, going. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. It, it, so Herman begins hitting these things that he thinks are balls put out for them. Practice balls. Yeah. Were those just lights? I... If any of our listeners play golf and watch this with us, like, please email. I'm so curious what those are. <laughs> I I swear they're lights, but I'm not 100%. I don't think they're lights. I think it's just like they they were hyperbolic with him hitting the ball because it blows up mm. every time. Uh, but then Eddie puts down a smaller ball after he hits that first one. So I was, I don't know. It's, uh, uh he hits two and then Eddie finally puts one down. Yeah. Herman also makes a joke. I can't remember what the joke is, but Eddie laughs exactly like Herman. And I'm like, oh, that, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. I don't know if that was a butch improvised or they, you know, asked him to do it, but it was it perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we go through the golf course, though. Of course, Herman's well, going to do the, oh, no, here's the grass flying. Oh, hold on, hold on. First, uh, he hits his ball and it goes into space. And my first thought is, oh, God, he's joining a golf team now. 
<laughs> the alien golf uh, league. Then he crushes the freaking uh, golf cart <laughs> while he sits, sits in it. I'm curious how they got it out there in the first place if it if it couldn't handle his weight. So it, we also learned that Eddie's eyes are incredibly good because when Herman hits the ball, it goes from hole one to the rough of hole three, mm-hmm. which is roughly 1,500 feet away. Yeah. And Eddie can see it. <laughs> I mean, he's got vampire werewolf eyes right (laughs) yeah whatever he's supposed to be (laughs) oh so yeah he's we get a montage of him hitting the ball out of the sand pit out of the water he's just freaking eddie with sand like he just stands there Oh, it's clearly and, and one sport we find out that Herman is not great at. Yeah. I would say, uh, besides he doesn't being have able to hit the light hard. touch, right? Yeah, uh, so the restraint. We we don't see another player at all during all this. I might add, um, maybe the people were avoiding him on purpose. Maybe that was done on purpose. They didn't want to maybe. be around him. <laughs> but uh he finally makes it onto the green and he's trying to put it in mm. and he misses like five times yeah he's getting real frustrated uh yeah so he and knocks it the, in that's and also goes, the scene where you see a lot of his shoe too by the way yes that and when he first gets there there's a lot of yeah. it uh so he finally gets it in, begins jumping in celebration. Like he's going into the earth now, but yeah, Eddie goes to grab the ball. Herman doesn't notice. He sticks his hand down to grab it way deeper than these holes are supposed to be. I've been on a golf course. Mm-hmm. I've never played on one, but I've been on one as a kid. Cause we buried a flag once. Uh, <laughs> it's just a little cup. Yeah. Usually. Unless it's one of the he golf pull- courses that have like the return, which is weird, but okay. Oh, uh, they pulled up a rabbit. Yeah, he and he's pulls- like, oh, that's not the ball. <laughs> no, he pulls up the rabbit, and then he keeps going, and he pulls he- up a water the line. Water- <laughs> <laughs> and then he keeps going after that for a minute, and then we walk away, and then you see the water just gushing out, yeah, like and a freaking geyser. Like- Dad, I got the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so over. And then uh, we go back to the house where Marilyn and all them are discussing stuff. And yeah, Lily's pacing around all yep. worried. And then Herman comes downstairs and oh, he comes in. I thought he came downstairs, but yeah, he must have come Did in. He, I thought he came inside because yeah. he had a newspaper. Um, And then he's uh, going through and, and that's when Herman finds out what they didn't get the the membership or something because they trashed the country it. club has a madman that destroyed it and he's worried about his family's safety so he is declining okay that's what it was <laughs> and the paper's talking about the water spout mm. and everything else all the trees that he damaged and he's like i'm going to donate the money instead to help them repair so they did win some money yeah okay yeah, so this is a, a nice close-up where Herman is 
voluntarily doing this instead of them having to break Herman's heart again, like we saw in the last two episodes, which is nice. I like that deviation from Herman always getting his heart broken because of other people. This time it's all right. I guess I'll do this to protect my family. He's he's the hero of in the moment at in that in that moment. Anyways, yeah. I love how he thinks there's a madman, even though they specific, I believe the picture was of the water spout that he broke. Yeah, but he walked away before he saw the water pouring out of it. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Um, Herman is then practicing golf in the, in the house, house. Now, again <laughs> because he enjoys it. And once again, the ball zips around the house and hits Grandpa on the side of the head. Grandpa pleads with him to never start bowling. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about a bowling episode. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe we'll get one um, of those. Uh, Herman laughs, pats Grandpa on the shoulder, and knocks the ball at the window. And then he just takes his golf club out of frustration and bends it. <laughs> and that's that's how we end. <laughs> Sometimes I'm so confused, like... Is he angry? Is he upset? Because the facial remarks that Herman does that that um, Fred did with Herman is like always so confusing. I'm like, is he mad or sad or what's going on? I think he's on, just got man? the emotional depth of a child. <laughs> it's just all one thing. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Uh, so I don't have any trivia for this either. There was nothing good or. I brought it up okay. in my notes, so. All right. Well, uh, then you want to do episode 31. Or or do you have anything to say on this? What'd you think uh, about it, actually? Well, we got to give our final thoughts. Yeah, do your final thoughts on this. Um, uh, you know, it... <laughs> You tell me to go and then you start. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I just said, um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it was a fun one. Um. <laughs> I don't know if I would necessarily say it's in the top, but it was just, it's one of those ones that if it was just playing, I'd sit down and, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there was nothing that necessarily captured me in this episode, except for like, of course, the Eddie and uh-huh. Herman dressed alike and the uh, scenes and stuff like that, which was pretty cool. Um, uh, a lot of the other stuff was, it seemed like they wanted to do more with this episode, but instead they used Grandpa Lily and um, Marilyn to just give all the exposition so we didn't have to do extra scenes or something with like the business people like looking at them and hating on them and stuff like that. It, se- it seemed Maybe. like there was a lot more that could have been shot, but instead they used those three talking for expositions. I'm wondering if maybe it was expensive to rent out the golf area. Maybe. Knows. It's one of those rare times that we get some scenes outside of the house. Yeah. So that's always a welcome change. (laughs) Yeah. So that's those are my thoughts though. It wasn't a horrible episode, but it wasn't one of my tops. I'll say that. It was just enjoyable. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, season one, episode thirty-one, "Love Comes to Mockingbird Heights," written by our favorite trio, Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and Norm Liebman, and directed by Joseph Pevney. Who else? 
the guests this week or this episode. Oh, my God. I keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> it's a short list. We got Charles Robinson as Alan Benson. Richard Hale as Uncle Gilbert, who also played Goro on Star Trek. And Duncan McLeod as Ben. Okay. All right. So um, episode 31, as Tiva said, love comes to Mockingbird Heights. The monsters receive $180,000 in gold doubloons from Uncle Gilbert in Transylvania when their bank's assistant manager arrives to pick up their money for the deposit. He falls for Marilyn. And just so everyone knows, I did the math already for $180,000 back then would be $1,632,472.26 today so it puts into perspective why the guy does what he does i I mean what he does is ridiculous and stupid (laughs) but i understand possibly why it's a storyline now so there we go (laughs) we uh we open with possibly the weirdest opening we will hopefully ever get on this show oh no with the role-playing Herman banging on the door and Lily opening to let him in Herman then asking if Lily's husband is home they're role-playing and it's weird Uh, the role-play is awesome (laughs) it's weird no what's weirder is Herman would hook up with a married woman (laughs) (laughs) well I mean it's role-play I don't understand why people think that role-playing and being like is your husband home no, okay, so let's cheat. How is that a fun role play? Like, become a turtle or something. Jeez, like, I don't know. It's weird, man. Mike, you have raised so many questions. <laughs> uh, feel free to email them in. So, <laughs> Lily then shows him a box that came from Uncle Gilbert, uh, who he thinks is inside the box at yeah. first and begins knocking on it. Uh, but no, Gilbert asks them to not to open the box until he arrives, to which Hermit immediately cracks it open yep. with an axe. <laughs> not only an axe, a Transylvanian Boy Scout hatchet, which isn't that the same type of axe they usually use for beheadings? <laughs> yeah, it fits. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's a beheading axe, man, like from medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense that he would have one. But yeah, I love the Transylvanian Boy Scout hatchet. (laughs) The thing was bigger than Eddie when he brought it out. (laughs) So that makes you wonder what the Transylvania Boy Scouts uh, get their badges for. Helping Grandpa get rid of his bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Or should I say say his wives? (laughs) Oh, that's such a dark fact. <laughs> I know that these these aren't meant to be held in such accountability, but once you put all the lines together, Grandpa is such an evil, <laughs> evil man. <laughs> um, yeah, so they open the box and all the gold spills out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily is confused because Gilbert was never a rich man, but Herman explains Uncle Gilbert used to be a politician. And I feel like there's no further need to explain this joke. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, the bank comes to uh, collect it, and they have some guys from, you know, those armor trucks that we all see. Well, we see them in America. I would assume other countries have them, too, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're taking away all the gold to put them in a safe, uh, safe place when Marilyn comes in. And Mr. Benson and her make eye contact and it's love at first sight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this um, I called this as soon as I saw Marilyn come around the corner. Uh, Because we haven't had a Marilyn relationship episode in a while. Like, I'm wondering if she might be a siren because there's a lot of guys who just fall for her. Hmm. Like she looks normal, but she's actually got something in her. Maybe. Maybe that's the the monster part of her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Huh. There's there's gotta be something about her. I mean But anyway, like I, I as as soon as she came around the car, I was like, oh sweet, because we haven't had a Marilyn like love interest story. Centric, yeah. Since uh Pat took over the role, I believe. Actually, I, I can't remember another um, one where she were just that one. creepy reporter, I believe, which that's not even a love thing. That's like, a, no, that was just a creep. It was, that was date rapist guy. Um, yeah, it was weird. But again, this one ends up turning out to not be so great either of a reasoning. So maybe, you know, it she has to have she there has to be something with her to to get people to like her. Maybe she's like. I was going to say a necromancer, but that's a completely different thing. <laughs> Let's just move on before I keep going with that one. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, Herman comes back <laughs> from uh, working late and Lily asks him to keep it down. And uh, Herman is worried that Spot ate the furniture again. Uh, which I would... Why would you immediately jump to that if she's telling you to be quiet? Mm. Uh, Lily tells him that Marilyn's on a date in the living room. Yeah, and it's weird. <laughs> it's, she says it's either love or astigmatism. I forgot about that line. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote that down. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, she then proceeds. But I got it, I got it. This is what I was thinking of. Not not necromancer, an incubus, or no, it would be a succubus because she's a female, right? Yeah. So succubus. Maybe she's a succubus. Succubus. There we go. I know that's not how you pronounce it. It's a succubus. Okay, <laughs> chill. <laughs> succubus. I'm trying to come up with a, a good reason because she is a monster still. Yeah, so. no, I'm telling you, there's got to be something with the amount of guys that just fall for her immediately upon looking at her. Yeah, I there. I'm really starting to think there's something there. She's, she's got to have something. Yeah. Yeah. Another but, uh, fan uh, theory, man. Everybody, if you think it, what do you think monster wise is inside of Marilyn that gets her to attract men all the time? Mm hmm. I'd say females too, but this is the 60s, so maybe not. Maybe in Rob Zombie's version, she'll attract both. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I can't wait to see that movie, man. I really want to see a trailer for it. 
Anyways, let's move on. I just want to, once again, other cast, tell us who's in it. Or don't. It's a surprise. No, I want to know. <laughs> uh, so she goes up to spy on them and Herman tells her she needs to butt out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lily, uh, Before, uh, yeah, she walks out there checks them out and then she grabs the freaking pillow <laughs> the cushion yeah from... i was gonna say uh she immediately then begins to meddle <laughs> yeah and, and i was looking at the chair i was like if he sits back down in that chair he's going right through it because there was no mm. bottom on it except for the nope. cushion but then she what like... does she need the cushion for <laughs> for her uh uh what was it birds or no chicken soup? chicken soup chicken soup <laughs> she yeah. needs the feathers for chicken soup but not only does she like say that, she literally rips the cushion open and starts just spreading <laughs> fucking feathers around the house as she walks away. Even <laughs> I was just like, "What are we doing?" Not only that, Miss Benson goes, "Your aunt makes chicken soup with feathers," and Marilyn looks at him dead face, is deadpan, is like, "Doesn't everyone?" Yeah. <laughs> Like so, this isn't even out of or, or out of character for them. Yeah. Oh, and then um, we get uh, my computer keeps trying to shut down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then we go back to the kitchen where uh, she she says something I don't remember what she says, but then Grandpa gets up and he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna call down to the dungeon because I have Eddie laying in wait, basically." <laughs> <laughs> which how he does this is incredibly fascinating with they the, have a hidden house phone mm -hmm. which is a thing that did exist my grandparents and i guess now my dad i guess because he lives there uh they had a uh it was uh used to be a duplex i keep forgetting i moved my camera i want to look at you but uh and they converted it into a regular house. It was built for railroad workers. Yeah. And it had a phone upstairs that connected to a phone in the living room. Yeah. And, you know, by the time I was born, it didn't work anymore, but you could call uh, someone in the house without having to yell. Right. Yeah. Well, and then after a while, too, they just built intercom systems in houses like in the 60s and yeah. 70s. There was intercoms all over in the houses, <clears throat> even houses that weren't that big. It's like, oh, we, oh, I can't raise my voice just a little bit. <laughs> so, and people who yell for others in the house, if you have phones, why are you not just texting them? It's real <laughs> weird. My wife does it all the time. I don't get it. If your house is like less than 5,000 square feet, just say, hey, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So then, uh, Grandpa calls down to the dungeon, uh, and that's where Eddie's laying in wait. And uh, this scene is so good. He he starts creeping up <laughs> with this weird ass smile on his face, with smoke billowing out yeah. too. And and then, um, what was the guy's name again? Benson, Benson. Mister Benson. Uh, he looks over and sees it and gets freaked the fuck out. <laughs> well, understandably. <laughs> and then, uh, then um, she's like, "Oh no, that's just my nephew," you know. And um, he's like, 
Eddie just comes out and he's like, I have to get a light bulb for the basement. And he just pulls the bulb out of, it's still of a lit. lamp, still lit, all like uh, Uncle Fester style. Sorry. <laughs> it just goes right back in <laughs> and the And it goes dungeon. right back in there. Um, yeah, so uh, that was interesting. <laughs> That's honestly my favorite scene from this episode. And then, uh, well, after that, we get um, go back to the kitchen where Grandpa yeah. ends up just trying a spell, basically. He wants some or Lily wants some love music playing. Yeah. So we get confirmation of what this is. It is an organ. The organ begins playing. So does Grandpa... I'm assuming Grandpa's casting a spell, right? It's not the invisible yeah. man that we thought of before? No, it's definitely magic. Okay. Because, of course, it goes horribly wrong and it starts shooting out flames. And even Marilyn is scared out of her mind because it doesn't do this. Yeah. And then, uh, they <laughs> scream for um, Aunt Lily and uh, Uncle Herman. They run in. Well, Lily and Grandpa run into the room. Because Herman's like, you made your bed, you go live, you know, go lay in it. (laughs) And then Lily calls out for concern for Herman and he immediately gets up. He's like, oh, no, they really need me. So he grabs a blanket and smothers the organ. Well, this is after um, Benson dips. He he leaves before he sees Herman. Because he never sees Herman until way later. So he Mm -hmm. he runs out of there and gets gets out of Dodge real fast. Um, and, uh, then, yeah, then Herman puts the fire out. He just covers it with the blanket and holds it, <laughs> holds the thing still until it's done. <laughs> he, he smothers it. <laughs> Literally. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, geez, sorry. Then uh, this is where we go to the scene of Benson drinking tea, um, at his, at his buddy's, buddy's house. place. Yeah. And uh, this is where we find out he's a piece of shit and yep. um, just wants Marilyn for her money, which isn't even her money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even like the the monster's money, at least unless um, unless Gilbert is a monster. But as far as he know, he thinks it's the family money. No part of this episode have they ever said that the money was Marilyn's and if it was her uncles and aunts, what makes him think he would get the money? (laughs) It's a horrible plan. Most of the plans are horrible in here and very contrived, but yes. What is the the male version of the Black Widow? It should be a Black Widow, right? Would it? Okay. I believe so. I don't know. I didn't. This is the second time this family has had a money grabber. Because remember, Grandpa had one when he tried to get a, a yeah, mail order bride or whatever it was. So uh, the family's eating and, you know, they're like, where's Marilyn? She's out on her fourth date. Uh, but he refuses to walk into the house still. Uh, Grandpa then magics some sausage onto his plate. And I'm like, why don't you do that for all the meals? yeah uh apparently a male one you know i'm sorry a male um one is just called a spousal killer okay so lame (laughs) it's uh self-explanatory uh 
That's lame. We need a we need to come up with a better name. <laughs> yeah. Let's take that back. <laughs> I don't know if that's the stance you want to take. Uh, yeah, after seeing grandpa like get the sausage onto his plate, I'm like, why don't you help Lily out more, you piece of shit? Yeah, grandpa he uses his magic stuff for random ass things. Yeah. Um Yeah. Maybe she enjoys it. You know, there's some people who just like staying home, which is. I mean, that's what she does, though. She doesn't work or she doesn't have like an actual job job, I should say. She does a lot of work because she's at the house. She does charity work, but. Yeah, that too. Uh, But yeah, this is where we have them discussing. uh, uh, Benson marrying, proposing to Marilyn. And we get this weird. Eye batting scene between <laughs> Lily and Herman. I was just like, wait, what? As Herman hopes they have the kind of love that they have. Yeah. Um, so Benson is actually talking to Marilyn about marriage as well, but mm-hmm. his is convincing her to elope. Yep. <laughs> and after uh a lot of convincing, she agrees. Yeah. Yeah, because he's uh, like, uh, well, if your parent, your family doesn't like me and blah, 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 and they convince you not to do it, you know, and I'm like, okay, I get, I can understand that, but you've known each other for like a day. <laughs> like, what yeah. are we doing? I, yeah. Nobody it's, is that pretty. Maybe he's a succubus or, or an incubus. I mean, sorry. Maybe he's the incubus. I think this is just from her perspective, a classic case of. Everyone keeps rejecting her because of her family. I guess. She finally has someone who's into her, or so she thinks. It's real tragic with her. Very tragic. Yeah. So, Lily gets a telegram uh, through the phone, I might add, from Gilbert. And uh, they're all excited that he's going to be there for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Which they already knew he was coming up. Or over down or wherever from wherever he they already knew he was coming in town. Yeah. We and, just didn't know the, when exactly. I guess the topic gets pushed back to Marilyn getting married, and I my notes here are they want her to get married faster than Benson does. Yeah. Well, I don't understand it too because like they're in some episodes they're like, okay, she needs to do college, she needs to do this, this, and this. Then other mm-hmm. episodes are just like trying to marry her off like fast, like like they're kind of like the parents like back in the olden days where they would. You don't marry want her to become off. an old spinster. Yeah, I guess, but it just kind of comes off as like they're going to make some monetary gain the faster they marry their daughter off. It's not even their daughter, actually. It's like it's their niece. Yeah. But I guess uh, also, too, we got to take it from their point of view as the Munsters. They think Marilyn is unattractive and disfigured. Yeah, disfigured. So I guess, uh, you know, you don't want her being what what they thought back in the day, what 30 year old women were needed to be married by then or some shit. I yeah, I don't know when that stigmatism got out of the stigmatism stigma got out of her. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one misusing words today. Hey, hey Mike. Okay. Do you remember Benson's friend? Yeah. Yeah. He uh he calls the family. What does he say? He warns them about um 
the eloping and the money. Uh, so yeah, then grandma or grandma, grandpa and Lily <laughs> end up. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember how they did it exactly. Well, first they tell Herman or Herman. Or Herman. Yeah. Oh my God, what is going on with Herman? <laughs> And they all have a plan to stop him from breaking her heart. Yeah. And this plan is so fucking crazy. <laughs> but it's so much want, fun. Do you want to say it or do you want me to? You can go ahead. Go ahead. So Grandpa's plan is to use his magic to transport Maryland to Transylvania. Mm-hmm. And they all... <laughs> they're all gonna Herman do it looks like he wants to say it's a horrible idea but lily cuts him off and goes that's a great plan uh th- as Marilyn comes down they have like sort of an intervention type thing going on yeah or they all stand up around her and she's real confused and herman goes you know uh, makes a joke about her deceptive grandpa has something to say <laughs> mm. and he does the magic spell. And at first I'm like, oh, no, they sent Herman to Transylvania. Well, he does this no. weird like with his finger, just all this gas, like smoke comes out of his finger. Yeah, it envelops the house. Yeah. Herman's confused. Like, where is everyone else? Yeah. And it's revealed. No. Everyone but Herman got sent to Transylvania. They call him from a hotel. Mm-hmm. Which, why do you think that is? Because Grandpa sucks at magic. Or maybe Grandpa did it on purpose. He's trying to run away with his family and leave his son-in-law. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> but, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> he's like, nope. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, Herman... Go read the uh, return home spell. Yeah. And so Herman rushes down to the dungeon, comes rushing back up, complains that the book snapped at him again, which I don't I think this was a previous episode where it just closes on his hand. Yeah. Uh, So that's nice that they're referencing that. Then they're like, did you get the spell? He's like, no, I forgot it. He goes and rushes back down to the basement and comes back up. He's yeah, uh, I the book attacked me. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, you're useless. Yeah, he um, <laughs> it's <sighs> Lily this... finally takes the phone is like, please go explain what is happening to Marilyn. She's so confused. Still. Yeah, and, and and she still is under the assumption that she's going to elope as well with Ben's yeah that same night I believe it was um, yeah so go on Lily's like Herman go wait for Benson and confront him and Herman is worried that he'll notice that the voice is different and it's like just don't marry him yeah well I'm not telling you to elope with him I'm telling you to talk to him <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, this is funny part. Uh, so, damn it, I, I keep he, thinking about he says, why he possibly didn't go with them, besides the story. 
Well, he talks about how <clears throat> Herman's like, well, when I give him a piece of my mind, you know, I can be terrifying. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just immediately thinking back to the wrecking crew where he was totally doing that shit on purpose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can. Um, and we finally see Marilyn's room. Yeah. Somewhat. It's really dark in there. Most of the part, most of the time. It's just a normal room. Mm-hmm. Like. I expected her to be living in the same lifestyle, but I guess not. Uh, Herman is disgusted by the furniture and shuts the light off. Yeah. And then falls asleep. And then um, that's when we see Mr. Benson outside the house with a ladder. A terrifying ladder. A very horrible ladder. (laughs) I would not trust it. And the wind's blowing too. Nope. 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 Um. (laughs) To go up to her terrace and uh, sneak in because he's climbing up to the the doors, the balcony, um, mm-hmm. where he can Which get into. Which apparently, they all must have a balcony. Maybe. Um, I would assume, I guess it depends. I, I would have to see another shot at the front of the house or the back of the house even. I think it's on the side. That one? Maybe. Uh, anyway, so he goes up there and um, he gets into the room and goes up and he starts talking. He hears uh, or he touches Herman's hand. Uh, no, he hears him snoring at first and believes oh, yeah. it to be Marilyn. And he's like, yeah, could you could you not? That's disgusting. He was he's being a <laughs> dick. He's a mess. Could you just not please <laughs> snore? <laughs> just don't be human, please. <laughs> and uh so yeah, he, he he grabs uh, Herman's hand. Yep, and the, which complains about wearing mittens. So I'm like, oh, it's the return of Herman's hairy hands. Yeah, it's like, oh, he must be wearing gloves. <laughs> and then uh, then we get a scene where he turns the light on, and Herman sits up, and he, Herman doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just sits up, and the Don't guy. They- dives out the fucking door doesn't he start yelling at first which causes herman to start yelling a little bit like they both scared each other yeah but this dude okay so i love this scene because it was really cool effect i thought oh i forgot about this he dives out the window but perfectly (laughs) lands on the ladder so he slides down the ladder and he burrows into the ground and like tremors his way out Groundhog, of, yeah. <laughs> of the yard. And and the effect that they did on that was really cool. I was like, oh, dude, was that was awesome. awesome. Um and then he ends up popping up out of somewhere else. I'm I'm not sure where he came out. I think it's like right outside their wall. Yeah, it's right by his car. Yeah. How this dude is not covered in dirt baffles me. Um, when he gets out of the ground, though, like not even just like the, the character himself, but the actual actor. I was like, how are you not covered in dirt? But I guess maybe it was just like a dirt over like a net when he pops out of the ground. Maybe so we all yeah. know he wasn't the one that was in the ground. That was just an effect. So but that was it was still a really cool uh, effect, I say. Um but then we have uh, everybody's back at the house and it turns out they had to fly back uh, yeah. because they couldn't get uh, their their potion or whatever the return spell to work. 
and Grandpa offered to fly them all back, but Lily just rolls her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Which couldn't Lily um, fly herself back? Is she not a vampire too? We have no indication that she could turn into a bat. Is she a vampire? Is she Frankenstein's bride? I, uh, I believe she's supposed to be a vampire. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so it's the weekend, which means they have a guest. Uncle Gilbert. Uh, Ooh, and this, this blew me away. I had no idea this was coming. This, this is the like, one. I know we had talked about it. But, yeah. Oh, man. This is the one that um that I got spoiled on the image of. And uh, it sucks because it's like one of my favorite, like universal monsters, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what, what do we get here, Tivis? Uncle Gilbert walks in. And it's the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. In a suit, by the way. Like a a like a weird like he's got this jacket on, like this gray jacket over mm-hmm. top of his business outfit. Or not gray jacket, like a Dick Tracy kind of jacket over top of his uh his business suit. Because he's wearing an all black suit and everything. And he's talking about it and they're asking him, you know. Um, where did he get the money and all that stuff? Actually, first he gets out of his suit because he's like, I just need to get out of this. It's he, yeah, it's too dry in here. Yeah. And uh, then they tell him, well, we put your money all in the bank. And he's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. he's not upset at all that they open the box that he specifically told them not to open until he's there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, that's when Eddie goes and asks, well, where did you make all that money? He's like, oh, there's all kinds of sh- uh, ships at the bottom of my black lagoon. And I'm like, oh, my God, it actually is. Ju- it is the creature. Yeah. Like Th- I wrote that to- down in my notes. I was like, this is the first time they've mentioned that one of them was actually the because cre- he says <laughs> it pays to be the creature from the black lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Which- shit, that's awesome. Yeah. And then he spots out some water out of his out of his gills or no out of his head isn't it and then he's that's how we end the episode yeah yeah the water's pouring out of his gills there so i'm curious how big is a lagoon uh i don't know it's a shallow body of water so how the hell does he have ships i mean he didn't say he found all that stuff in his lagoon did he uh, he implied, but I have to assume that's not possible. Uh, but yeah, that just that was awesome. That's a shame that you got spoiled for that, because I saw that I was like, oh, because this is one of the few episodes I watched where I didn't do the trivia first. So I had no idea that was coming. Mm. And I think, too, that this is the the, the same exact design. I'm I'm looking back to back at the creature and him, and it's like almost the exact same mask. They might have used the same prosthetic. It could have. I know one of the the only trivia fact I have actually is that you could see Richard Hale's mouth through the costume, mm-hmm. but I actually thought it added to the look. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. This was a really fun one. I've been excited to talk about this for like weeks now. <laughs> I enjoyed this one, especially because, you know, one of my favorite monsters is in it and everything. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have much else I can say besides I enjoyed the heck out of this episode mm-hmm. and I like to see that this Marilyn because I don't recall Pat Priest having a love interest story since she came yeah. in um, so it was nice to see how yeah, I don't uh, she think either actress has had one you know as tragic as this <laughs> mm. of the guy just into her for for the money yeah yeah well most of the guys seem like they were just into her because of her looks Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother thing. Like why? <laughs> like I get the, the first attraction. Yeah. Okay. But that's the only reason. Nothing else. Marilyn's nothing but a body to them. It seems just sad. Sad. I'm sorry, Marilyn. Yep. <laughs> Tim yeah. is over here being a misogynist. Be like, oh, No. She's only a woman. She's just a bot. Now I'm just messing with you, dude. I'm just fucking. You know with this you. is an audio show, mostly, right? No one's gonna see my face looking at you, bewildered. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I felt bad for Marilyn in this episode because it was one of those like, really, just the money. Like, you just want money. Because yeah. when you first see them look at each other, you did feel like a connection kind of coming mm. through. And I feel like at a certain point, the writers were like, "Oh no, we're just." We wrote that, but we're going to change it up because we don't want her to have a long-term love interest in the show right now. <laughs> yeah. Because the way they introduced them to to meet each other was really good. And I was just like, I can't believe that that's the same look, you know, that you give someone just because you want their money. But. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Con men are con men. We get a lot of con men in uh, the monsters. Maybe that says something about the sixties. <laughs> like, yeah, possibly. Um, let's see. Make sure I have any more notes for this episode. Nope. Cause I stated how much 180,000 was. So we are good. At least on my note side. So, uh, next week, Knock on wood will be uh, <laughs> Mummy Monster and Lily Monster Girl Model. And that's episode 32 and 33. Yep. Of season we are nearing one. the end of season one here. All right. It's been fun. I am enjoying the show more than I you know, ever thought I would. And I, I enjoyed it before. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I actually turned on these episodes last night uh, while we were playing some family games and stuff and watching it with the kids and everything, getting them in there to watch them in there all that. So yeah, it's, it's been fun to be able to do that with uh, family and to be able to talk about these things with somebody like you, Tivis. I really appreciate you doing this with me. I know I, I came up, I was like, Hey dude, you want to do this podcast? <laughs> like, you just want to do that? <laughs> and you're like, sure. So not many people out there I know personally like this will discuss older content with me. Everyone wants to discuss all the new stuff, which we oh. will. I mean, Rob Zombie's movie's coming out, so. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if it comes out before we finish this original series. I kind of hope not, 
just to have the whole catalog in our minds, but right. Um, it might, I think it comes out sometime in like October or something like that of 2022. Uh, but things might get pushed back cause everything's getting pushed. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. And things are pretty restrictive over where he's filming. So yeah. who knows how much he's getting done? Yeah. And and if if he's putting a monsters movie out, he needs to do it in October. I, I, putting it out in the summertime would just be weird, and putting it out yeah, for Christmas would be weird, unless it's a Christmas monsters movie. You know, which I think there is one. There we is. will get to it. Yeah, yeah. we will get to it. <laughs> All right, man. You got any last words for this episode or um, for the overall show today? Googie, I haven't forgotten you. <laughs> okay we're gonna close with that with that said guys thanks for listening and you can catch us next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane the lesson i want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like you can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father Black or yellow or white, it doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart.